And now. And now, introducing the one, the only. Now let me introduce to you. Lively talk with successful people, barely filtered. This is the Jenna Ben Show. What's up? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Jenna Ben Show. I'm host Jenna Benemy, and here with us today on my very special monthly dating segment, I have a very old friend, Gary Gomez, who I've known since freaking high school. What's up, Gary? Not much. Uh, not much has changed. Uh, it's been what ten plus years, but oh hey, my god, you know, I'm so glad to see you, uh, especially in this setting. It's so fun. Never would imagine it, but I'm super excited. To be here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when I run into people from the past, they're always like, "Wait, you do what now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. It's wild. Yes, and then we have Luis Mercado. Welcome. Nice. Um, we met through Kit Dale, who was a guest on last week's show. And um, Luis, tell us about yourself. Man, there's a lot to say. Um, Gosh, I mean, as far as like my background and what I do, for those who don't know, um, I guess I'm a YouTuber. Okay. You know, I started doing that about three years ago, but I originally moved out here for acting to LA. Nice. Uh, I still do that. I just came off a show called, uh, well, actually I can't even say, but just came off doing a TV show. Uh, But YouTube's still my main like bread and butter. Nice. Uh, I also last year started becoming a dating coach. Okay. So that's, uh, it's pretty coincidental that you invited me to come out here today. Wow. Kit's recommendation. (laughs) I mean, I tease him so much. We talk a lot of smack to each other, but Mm -hmm. he is, uh, you know, I respect his recommendation. So (laughs) glad to have you. Um, And uh, Gary, tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, Well, I'm not a YouTuber, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, in my own right, I mean, I sell cars, right? So I run a boutique uh, car sales service basically at home. And I help people just get their dream cars. Yeah. Right? So that's what I do. Um, I don't do a whole lot of transactions a month, but every single one of them is meaningful. It means a lot to me. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. I sell cars to people, um, basically one-on-one. Amazing. Yeah. Well, boys and girls, we are here today to talk about dating in L.A. And why the hell we're all still single? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, we have an interesting perspective with Luis because he's been dating someone um, and he just kind of crossed over the threshold and, it, and, you know, I guess he's now entered a relationship. Um, and so I think your perspective is going to be especially interesting because you'll be able to talk about that X factor that you now have with this girl mm-hmm. that, um, really inspired you to want to commit to her. Ladies take notes. Interesting. Well, I'll say it's not the traditional relationship like you might think. Yeah. So this isn't like the marriage and kids type thing. Um, but that's probably, that's what we're dealing with today. That people don't want to do that? I think that um, people are more open to uh, the less conventional type of relationship. Yeah. They're not um, necessarily trying to fit into the mold anymore of like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I'm 30. I need to get married. Let me take the first guy that wants kids, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. There's a really good book called Sex at Dawn. Uh, it kind of talks about a lot about as far as like, you know, having kids, what mar- like where marriage even came from, why mm. it exists you know, biologically, like we're not hardwired to be with one person our whole lives. And it's not until like the last 5% of time that like the entire time that humans have occupied this earth, it's only the last 5% mm. of time that we've occupied this earth that we've introduced uh, monogamy. And it's just not a natural thing. Um, but there's reasons for it, you know, and before it was for like uniting different kingdoms and keeping like wealth and families. Yeah. And when we, we became tied to land, it made better sense so from a survival point of view, to stay together, tied to land rather than like roaming around. There's so many reasons for it. I get real detailed about yeah. it. Yeah. 
I talk right. about this in my uh, dating seminars. Okay. Well, awesome. <laughs> Let's, um, what, what are, what are your seminars called? So basically, well, there's no name for the seminars. Um, so I started off as a YouTuber. Yeah. Um, and it's just something I've personally been involved in since I was probably 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got introduced to a book called The Game. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. I've read all three of them, I believe. Okay. Because there were follow-ups and I, yeah. I got them on audio because I was like, wait, what? I had some guy spit game at me uh-huh. and he pulled, he did the whole like, um, like lint thing. Like he pulled the lint off my sweater and then in the same night. Oh, in case you guys don't know, when they do that, it's to kind of like lower your self-esteem and make you feel like, Ooh, like, like off your game for a second. And then, um, they kind of take that moment to build you back up. So now they have that power. Interesting. And then, um, I've also experienced being out with a friend where like, you know, they hit on the friend first, but then mm-hmm. at the end of the night, they're hardcore into me. And I'm yeah. like, wait, you just did both of those in the same night. I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so um, I've never heard of the lint one. I know that if, uh, someone's grooming you technically, if they're cleaning you, it's kind of a grooming thing, but, yeah. um, it's interesting the one you're saying. Okay, I want to jump right in. Let's do it. How would you describe dating in L.A.? Let's start with Gary. Well, <clears throat> dating in L.A. is has really taken a new meaning, I think, over the last, like, five, ten years for me, right? Mm. So um, Interesting, and that's the time that I have not known you because we right. have not stayed in touch. Right, well, I mean. Because I know you as a player <laughs> right. who has so much game, by the way. Right. I've been trying to get Gary on this show because I think his perspective is, like, Money. But it's changed. It's funny. And then books have been written about it. So I need somebody to send a check if you're listening now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Somebody owes me some money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, in all seriousness, I think like uh, dating in LA is like really dynamic. You know, it's not for everyone. It's tough. You know, I meet a lot of, I live in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Almost nobody is from LA that lives in downtown. Mm. It's weird. It's kind of unique. It's really weird because it's it's an expensive place to live. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone there holds down three or four jobs to do it, to live there. Wow, really? Right? Like, I mean, my whole floor, it's like full of bartenders that live across, okay. the, that work across the street. I'm friends with all of them, of course. Of course. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just think it's just, you know, you've got so many things going on. You're juggling so many things, right, in life. And then you're trying to make room for, like, what we're really put on, you know, this earth to do, right? Mm. Which is find that significant other, procreate, live the life, this whole white picket fence life, right? And um, I think fast forward, it's like, it doesn't exist anymore. At least I don't feel like it does. And if it does, like, where is it? Dating? Like this white, white, picket, white picket fence, <laughs> okay. like the storybook ending, you know, it doesn't exist anymore. And I think that the sooner you become aware that like this doesn't exist anymore, like you have a different perspective and you can learn to have fun with it. You know, it's not such a... It's not such a bad life, in opinion, in my opinion. Interesting. Okay, but I want to know, when we're talking about describing dating in L.A., let's say to a foreigner, to someone who lives in a different country or a different state, how would you say that dating in L.A. is different than elsewhere? I don't know. It's um, <clears throat> If I could put it in one statement, right, and this is a little bold, but it's like, what do you bring to the table? Ooh. Like, what do you do for me? That is actually pretty accurate, right? It it's the land of opportunity, yeah. Okay. What do you offer? Yeah. What do you have to offer? Yeah. Right? Because it's what like, what can you do for me? Let's be honest. With you, we both need something. Mm. Everyone's in need, right? Whether it's emotionally, financially, physically, what do you? What can you offer me that I can't do for myself? Interesting. What do you think, Luis? I think dating in LA is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a plethora of options. I think that some of the most gorgeous girls around the world uh, find their ways out here to pursue like acting or modeling or entertainment industry in general. Yeah. I think that the reason the dynamic's a little different in LA as opposed to like Kansas or somewhere in the middle of America 
is that majority of women that come out here are in, in some form chasing a career. They're not moving out here to get married and have kids. Mm. So, you know, they're pursuing that. And I just think that attractive girls that move out here are going to be con- like constantly bombarded with sexual energy, like in work and through just everything they're doing. Yes. So, and from a survival point, they don't depend on, like women do not depend on men. This isn't like back in the day, like women can work, make money. So they have options. They don't have to stay there. Right. So women now are realizing, wow, you know, I can go out, have fun. It's just, it's very, it's very evening up the the scale of what it used to be. Um, but I think if you understand it, like, heck, have fun, you know, enjoy it. Understand the dynamic that's going on out here. And yeah. um, if you want the marriage and kids, it's just, it's not as common. But it does happen, right? but it's just it's, not as common. And it's happening. It's not as common. I agree. But so what's happening now is we're seeing a rise of women professionals. Mm-hmm. But um, and then we're seeing the expectation of men wanting more equality in the relationships in terms of contribution. Um, but women are still wanting to be kind of courted. And so it's confusing because it's love like, this, wait, by the way, just well, I you know, it's <laughs> like and I can tell you um just as a single woman myself, I'm meeting guys who are more and more comfortable with me taking care of the bill. Mm-hmm. And it's confusing <laughs> to me because I'm like, <laughs> Gary's dying. I made a oh YouTube video called why you should make women pay for the first date. Oh, you'll never get a second one. <laughs> it was, Wait, it was did you say first date? Yeah. First date. Okay. No, I definitely do. I definitely do. You get, you get a second date if you let the woman pay. Of course. If I want a second date. I'm like honestly cocky as hell when like when it comes to that. Yeah. But it's not like the video is not the title is just a clickbait title. Mm. The whole thing is not about making them pay. Right. Because the meal really doesn't like change anyone's life in terms of how much that actually cost. Sure. But it's about making sure it's a guy that you're not getting taken advantage of and that a person's just as invested in you. So it's not just a one sided thing of you just chasing her and her putting nothing into it. So like if a girl comes down from San Diego or something, I'll take her out to eat. I'll pay. Right. But what I'm saying is she's also showing investment by, you know, coming out here from San Diego. So the whole point is, you know, there is a big thing that goes on, not with not with everyone, obviously, but, you know, where women are just literally going out on dates to get free meals from guys, run up a tab. It's happened to me. It's embarrassing. I had a girl once I, I took on a date and she brought her friend. And like, they just kept ordering drinks and I'm just like, shit, dude, what's going on? (laughs) You ask this girl out. She's like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's meet up. And then she's like, yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, I have a friend. She didn't even say she just showed up with her friend. And I'm like, Uh, oh, okay. You know? And like, I keep uh, hearing this. Yeah. I was 25. I was brand new to LA. I just left like a six and a half year relationship I had. And like, you know, I didn't know what to do. A little beta male at the time. Um, but I realized then and there, I'm like, I kind of knew what was happening even, but I just kind of let it because I didn't know how to handle the situation. Yeah. And um, anyways, learning lesson. Learning lesson. Okay, so Luis basically is saying that men should have women pay because they want them to feel invested. But here's what I have to say to that. And this wasn't a thought that I developed on my own. I was kind of convinced by some of the female guests I've had on the female panel. Think about what women do to prepare for the date, okay? Mm-hmm. They're getting their nails done, hair, makeup. That All of that stuff costs money. It takes a lot of time and effort to, you know, accessories, outfits. I mean, there's a lot that goes in in, in, in like putting your yeah. best foot forward. I understand that men do the same, but it's not to the same degree. So I do think that um, from that perspective, there should be some sort of like value or appreciation there. Mm-hmm. So again, I don't necessarily, it's not like a one solid rule that they have to pay. That's just more of a title. 
The whole point is making sure that the other person's just as invested in that, you know, entering that relationship as well. Yeah. So I'm actually come from that same era of like, I do offer to pay for everything. Yeah. Uh, or not everything, but I mean, like, I'm, I just expect that it's my job to do that. Right. You know what I mean? But, um, and I just yeah. to like, just piggyback off of what, uh, Jenna was saying, yeah. basically I come from more humble beginnings, mm-hmm. you know, but it was like instilled on me at a very young age to like be the gentleman. Right? Yeah. Like my mom like would give me like three, four bucks a day. Like, Hey, buy your like girlfriend, like a juice. Oh, <laughs> like, she did this. And this was, and I'm, I'm I kid you not. So man. Cute, this, man. this started so at like cute. five, six years old. And I was like, girlfriend, Juice. <laughs> it's like I would, I'd pocket the money most of the time. <laughs> I'll be honest. Get her with you. an apple juice box, right? You know, yeah. But when the opportunity presented itself, I mean, I saw at a very young age, like what a little effort mm-hmm. can open a lot of That's doors. That's why you had so much game. By the time I met you, I kid you not, guys. This guy was pulling like the hottest girls in high. We didn't even go to the same high school, by the way. I don't even know how you knew Leah, but she brought me around and then I became tight with your grandma somehow. Shout out. There you go. Is she still with us? She is. Yeah, she's still with us. Bless her heart. Are you guys still at that house? No, I'm in downtown. We still have that home. And she's still there? Yeah, she's still there. Oh my God. I'm very close to her. We need to set that up. Set it up. She's so cute. She used to like play with my hair and like with her broken English, she'd be like, oh, should I, do you want me to do highlights for you? She had this little like. Um, hair salon chair in her home. She still has she it. Still it, looks, has it? It's, it's way decked out now. So it looks oh, really she's good. like still doing it. <laughs> yeah, every now and just for her friends. She's like, so like cool. I want to be like her. Yeah, no, but but yeah, but just to yeah. to end that. I mean, just like that little gesture will go a long way. And I learned that at a very young age. So um, I think just a different perspective, right? Mm-hmm. If you're there, you're invested. I think the time is a real currency yes. these days. Yeah. You know, time, especially because my time's so valuable to me now, mm-hmm. right? That I'm like, all right, if you're spending the time, cool. Hey, you know, I'm in a good place in life where like, just like you said, 50 bucks not going to change your life. 60 uh, bucks yeah. not going to change yeah. your life. $100 not going to change your life. But like what the end game is like, can we vibe? You know what I mean? Like on mm-hmm. a first date, like are we, is this energy going anywhere? That's what I really want to know. But what's your agenda? I mean, these days, Gary, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, just to, to have a good time. I mean, I don't know where it's going to lead, but I you're don't. open, but I'm super open. I'm, I'm single. I've been single for the last like four years. Mm-hmm. Right. That's my promising, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's because I've also been like building my life too. In the last three years, it's like propelled and like gotten to a point where like, I'm really starting to pick up steam, like to what I really wanted my day to days to look like. Yeah. Right. So I've, the foundation is set. And now, like, I mean, I'm, I'm with an open mind. I'll, I'll go out and meet people. I'll hang out. I'll have a good time. That's happened to me recently, too, where, like, a girl shows up with, like, two or three friends. Stop. This is, I can't <laughs> believe serious. this is happening. It happened, and I'm like, oh, okay. They're out there. Those <laughs> girls are out there. It's, it's happened beware. recently, and I'm like, okay, cool. And, like, I won't waver, right? I'll have fun with it. I'll say, hey, you know what? Why not? Let's, let's just have and a so good time. And so you'll pay for all the friends. I'll pay for all the friends because – like I said, thank God. Like, I'm in a position where it's okay that I can do can that afford it. Yeah. right now. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. like, what, 10 years ago? No question. I'd be, there's no way I'm not. It's like, I'd leave. All right, I'm head out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no chance. Yeah, you're doing the little calculations yeah. in your mind, and you're like, this is going to be, like, two, 300 bucks. Is it yeah. worth it? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. But, I mean, you never know. Just spending the time, you know, asking the questions and seeing, like, people's true intentions. And, you know, I think there's ways to figure out, like, hey, this is this might turn into a friendship and Friendship is just as valuable. I mean, mm. you know, I'm, I'm good with that. Okay, what's the global problem with dating? If you had to sum it up in like 30 seconds, dating global in LA. Global problem. Wow. Um, yeah. 
You want to answer that one first? Oh, global, that's a little... <laughs> but yeah, like when you look at the big picture, why the hell are we all still single? So I think from a bird's eye view, yeah. I think that um, people might think they have more options than they really do. Honestly. Ooh, okay. I think it's a thing about access. I think the social media has changed the game. Mm. I know when it comes to like cheating and access and things like that. I mean, you can look at people that you've, you can, you can find out what your ex has been up to in the past five years in 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. That is wild. 10 years ago, no chance, right? right. There used to be a statement that like worked out of sight, out of mind that doesn't exist anymore. Right. Because like everyone's in like your line of sight if you want them to be. Hmm. Yeah. I'd say to answer the question, yeah. I think there really isn't a problem. Like, I think right now, if you really wanted to, there's guys that would date you. That'd be super nice, super sweet, mm -hmm. buy you flowers and open doors for you. <laughs> and, and if there was a puddle of water, they'd lay their jacket down just for you to step over. Yeah. But whenever those guys present themselves, you like viciously snub them away and you go for the bad boy. And the guy that wait, you know, you're not talking about me, right? I'm just saying in general. <laughs> I'm like, this I don't is directed really know. at Jenna. I don't really know, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm sure there's guys in your life right now that would be really good boyfriends to you, but you probably don't want those guys, and you want the other guys that aren't available. And this is just natural hardwiring. Same thing for guys. We want, you know, if you I want to hunt, I know for a long time I could have gotten a girlfriend at any point, you know, that would be loyal, like, like do all the things that I probably want, but I don't but want the intrigue her. wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. So I think. um you know, as you get older, I think that what you value changes. Mm -hmm. Like, especially for me this last year, it really just changed. I just, I don't know how much more dating I could have done. So it's like, I don't know what there is left. So mm -hmm. that's why I was saying, I think I'm going to get a girlfriend now. See, so I do think it's a, the formula is a little bit of like a conscious decision to be open-minded. Yeah. You know, because I think we go through life like, like I'm not looking for anything at the moment, to be honest, because I'm so busy and I have all these awesome opportunities kind of like just presenting themselves. And that's more exciting to me than dealing with someone at the moment. I, see, look at the way dealing you phrased someone, it. Yeah, Guys, that is so telling, right? <laughs> um, that's funny. So yeah, but I think that if I reached a point where I felt like, okay, I'm ready for someone in my life, then like you said, it's, it's that conscious decision and, um, and then being willing to put in the work. Yeah. It shouldn't feel like work though. But it gets, to, and then and that brings me to the next topic. Um, have you ever been into a girl where you think she's amazing until you see how she argues? Yes. Okay. And I think they're like nuts. Am I allowed to cuss on here? Yeah. All right. I think they're batshit crazy. Okay. I've literally been shocked. Just like a whole new person came out. Right. And I'm just like, I've been punched by a girl even, you know? Stop it. Yeah. Two of my exes. One of them, one of them missed. The other one got me. Oh my God. I mean, uh, I've never gotten physical with anyone, man or woman. So it's always confusing to me, but I mean, of course it exists. Um, okay. So <laughs> you're able to, I mean, Gary, you're able uh, to, it, it's, it's like things can go so well. And then you see that they're an ugly arguer. Maybe they always go for the jugular. You can see the toxicity in them when they, mm -hmm. when they get angry and they start arguing. And I just, now as I'm older, I'm like, I just won't even deal with it. You're I'll just, just move on. Okay. I'm not there to argue. Like, all right, you're right. You're right. I'm wrong. Then, yeah. yeah, but there's a there's a threshold, right? Because it's like if you're really into the person, you want to kind of like work it out. But nah. I think if, if I see that toxic energy right away, yeah, there's a hundred other girls that want to date me right now, so I'll just leave. Wow, like, I don't want anything toxic. Yeah. There's a healthy way to have a discussion, and I'm just not into that anymore. Yeah, I used to be. <laughs> I just don't have the energy for it. Yeah, you know what I mean, older, I really like, don't. I just don't have the energy for it, and I think it's because it's misconstrued, right? With a lot, a lot of the women I've dated as of late have been a lot younger than me, mm -hmm. like almost 10, 
10 years ago. What? He's getting fist pumped right now. <laughs> what? My girlfriend's 21. <laughs> oh, my. She, and you were how old? I'm 32. <laughs> okay. So, they yeah. just pop up out of nowhere when you get older. My was like 21 as well. And um, <sighs> I, yeah, I mean, just don't have the energy. She's like, oh, you just don't care. And I'm like, I just don't have the energy for this. I don't argue like you do because I've done it a million times. I know where it ends. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie before. Yeah. So I know how it is. Okay. I just, um, I hate to break it to you guys, but Homegirl that's 21 right now is not going to be the same Homegirl in six months or a year from now. People ch- think about your 20s. You that's change so much. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I need some someone, female energy on the someone show. Someone turn- please come save me right now. <laughs> someone turns 21 every someone, day. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, when Chris McCain was on the show, he said he's judging a girl on her outfit and how she orders on a date. Ooh. Now, what do you think? I mean, if I could definitely tell if you've been here before. What? <laughs> like, if you order the catch roll from the jump without looking at the, <laughs> the yeah, menu. Yeah. <laughs> but why is that a bad thing? Nope. I'm like, how many times have you been the here? The waiter knows her by her first because name. Because it's a datey restaurant. Right. Ooh, I've been, restaurant. I love catch. We're still on friends with the GM. Shout out to Tim. <laughs> hey, and, what's up, Tim? <laughs> um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with being familiar with the menu, but now I'm understanding how you're thinking. It's just a perspective. Thing. And I've like, gone why? with girlfriends many times. You don't even see the menu and you already know, hey, can we start you off with some drinks? <laughs> yeah, sure. Bring out the catch roll as well. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got her phone out, ready to take the photos and set the videos. I was oh, like, wow, that really Lord. set the stage. I mean, it's just yeah. one of those things. You know, think everything that we do is telling, right? Use body yeah. language, the way we communicate, the way yeah. we order even can be. So, I don't know. It's happened to me recently. So, Yeah, okay. I think fashion is actually big for me. Mm. I actually like the way girls, because, you know, everything you wear is you're choosing to wear unless your mom's putting your picking your outfits for right. you so it's a reflection of yourself and i kind of like a classier looking girl more mm-hmm. so than like a girl that's dressed all slutty and something okay know? so you want her to be less revealing yeah i already know all girls are slutty like all girls like sex so it's not like i <laughs> need her to oh my god <laughs> guys it's not a derogatory me, thing please just because you like sex doesn't make you slutty that's what i'm saying it's not a derogatory thing yeah right we all like sex it's just part of it but i don't i don't like a girl you know, wearing the skirt where you can see the bottom of her underwear as she walks. Like, it's like, mm. wow, it's a little too much. It's too much. You know, I'm I'm hearing this kind of across the board from men, ladies. Like, they like sexy, but there is a degree of too much. And when Chris McCain was on the show, he mentioned, you know, if she's doing the crop top, but it's like super crop, for example. You know, like, it's like, okay, show a little, but leave some to the imagination. He also mentioned super see-through leggings, just so you know, ladies. Mm. <laughs> and then I don't I don't really know um, I don't really pay too much attention to how they order but just more how they treat the waiter or other people Ooh, actually matters to me big one so I've seen girls that go like this and just like well what do you have and like Ooh, like, like I'm like Jesus their hands Christ around, dude like, like he's a human dude. you know what I mean yeah like you're not above this person he probably makes more than you and like yeah yeah. anyways that's no, just no, I, I don't no like that for like people being rude to people I'm not I'm not with it at all yeah I agree 1000%. And guys, I feel that women feel the same too. I think this is just a human thing, you know? Now, when I think about interest and generating interest in another person, we all have our like checklist, right? And we're Uh like, okay, I want this, this, and this. However, um, when I reflect on why I've taken the plunge with someone, I think it's ultimately come down to how they make me feel. 100%. You don't about really, that, though. The yeah. list goes out the window. <laughs> you know, is that just a qualifier? I think girls are very in tune with how they feel, their emotions a lot more. But men, too. You mm-hmm. just don't, men well, don't know how, they don't know how to, like, articulate that. So there's a thing they say, like, people don't remember, like, what you say and all these mm-hmm. things, but they remember how you made them feel. Yeah. That's the number one takeaway we take when we meet someone. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, of course, that would make sense that 
he makes me feel great. I think it makes sense because um, I, I'm more of like, I, if I were to put it into words, yeah, it's a basic needs, right? Am I happy? Do you make me laugh? Mm -hmm. You know, can you relate to, you know, my situation or whatever it is? Do I really feel empathy here? You know, if this is, is it a real thing? Is it, is it a real thing? Yeah. It doesn't matter what you say, but if I feel those things and I remember it, I recall it, then, you know, I think it helps break that threshold of like, I don't think it's hard to meet people, but it's hard to get comfortable with somebody. Yeah. You know, so then those are the things, the basic needs. If I can get that taken care of, then I feel like, okay. It is hard to get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like that person has to lower their guard enough and then you have to lower your guard enough to like let each other in. And how does that start? I mean, I can recall maybe eye contact and allowing someone to look into my eyes for long enough to develop a connection because it's, it's a conscious decision, you know, am I going to let you in or not? What do you think? So have you ever been in a car with someone who's like real anxious, like even the driver or a passenger and they go, <gasps> and they make all these like frantic noises. You're like, Hey man, like, and it, gets, and it makes you anxious. You. Yeah. So the way you feel is going to reflect. So when I would tell guys is when they, I'd have them go approach or hit on girls, I'd say, how did you feel? Nervous and this, mm. like she sensed that energy transfers, right? So basically, if you love yourself, if you really just love who you are as a person, you think you're a great person, all this, it'll reflect when you meet other people. And they also, they'll feel at ease because you're at ease. Mm. So I can make jokes, I can say whatever, and they'll feel at ease to do the same. That's kind of my. How do you develop love for yourself? I mean, it's, that's a good one. Gary? <laughs> <laughs> you chime in here. Uh, love. Well, I don't know. That's a really. It's a tough one. That's a tough one. You know, I don't know. Because I feel like I love everyone, honestly, mm -hmm. to some degree. Yeah, I agree. Right? I, mean, I think love has varying degrees, like varying levels. And um, it just matters, like, to me, most. I, if, I can, if I can really, really feel like I'm not wasting my time, then I can love you. Mm. Because you, I, I see a place for you in my life. Yeah. Personally, right? But it's it for friends too. My my guy friends, you know, female friends or women that I'm intimate with. Like, um, for me, it's if if I see a place for you in my life, then there has to be love there. Mm -hmm. Because I don't make place a space for just anyone, right? Right. So that's okay. So that's a good point. You have to be able to see it. Right. <laughs> so we talk about women planning ahead, right? Women have this stigma of like, oh, we're always looking. We're thinking about marriage, mm -hmm. or at least men are walking around with this assumption that like, oh, she's she's. 35 years old, you know, she's, you know, she's going to want a serious relationship. That is what you guys think when you look at me and don't even deny it. <laughs> I don't think that I'm not looking in your direction right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, would you rather <laughs> make out with your girl when she has morning breath or eat the brown part of a banana? And before you answer, I just want you to know that I was at uh, UFC media day and I asked pro UFC fighters this very question and you can check out my YouTube channel for the results. Uh, I'll go with the banana. Yeah. <laughs> Gary? I've had, I've not tasted a banana or the round part of a banana, but I think I'd be willing to try that. You've avoided it because it's been so aversive, but you'll take that over bad breath. Yeah. At Hell least there's some yeah. nutrients in there, you know what I mean? Yeah, honestly. Oh, I know. Bad breath is the worst. Yeah, it is. We all hate it, but I'm telling you, some guys and girls need to spend more time working on it. Um, okay, I want to do a Titan CBD toast. So let me tell you guys about this awesome company. I love them. Um, Dave, the CEO, has become a friend and a client. He is a scientist. He has a DEA-approved lab in Wisconsin. 
And um, he's been dealing with this for like over 20 years. And so he decided to make his own product. And have you ever had Pop Rocks as a kid? Yes. Okay, so these are Pop Crystals. And um, each dose, the suggested dose is 10 milligrams. Are you experiencing any anxiety or like gym ailments or, you know, if you have arthritis or anything with your tendons or joints? I have knee pain because I run sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. I think if I ran more, I wouldn't have knee pain. <laughs> but All right. But I'm curious if this works. Does it have any flavor to it? Um, put it under your tongue and you'll see. Oh, it so goes under the tongue. It's sublingual. Yeah, put it under your tongue and then it absorbs into the tissue, which is one of the fastest ways to get into your body. So you're going to feel it within minutes. So Cheers. what am I going to experience here? I've actually, I don't really take anything, so. Let's oh, out. you're going to experience calmness. <laughs> He's like, uh. All right. <laughs> I haven't turned on a shot this year. So yeah, go to titancbd.com, guys. And check it out. The product's amazing. Everyone that's come on the show has loved it so far. Um, almost everyone, with the exception of one person, has actually felt a significant difference. But I think his dose was a little too low because he's a bigger guy. Shout out to big John McCarthy. Mm. How, how fast does this CBD stuff kick in? Minutes. Okay, because I started, I felt like just right now, I felt like <laughs> so amazing. I just felt like a head spin for a second. A head spin? Well, just like I looked over at you and I felt like it was a little slower. Wow. Okay. Or maybe not. Maybe that's just in my head. All right. Well, let's see how you're feeling by the end of the show. Okay. So where did you meet the last few women that you've dated? Like, are are we meeting people in person or are we relying on social media Um, or dating apps? I will do both, but I I don't use dating apps at all Mm -hmm. unless I like leave the country. Yeah. Um, But generally here in LA, I mean, you can just step outside because I found when I first tried a dating app, it's like the girl never looks as good in person as what you see. Okay. And I figured if I see a girl in the street, I can go approach her. I know full, like fully what she looks like right then and there. Do you do that though? Do you approach in person? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wish guys would do it more, but I understand why they don't. Oh yeah. They'll go to jail, you know? Well, <laughs> he harassed me. I'm like, <laughs> oh God, but you gotta be, you know, you gotta be slick about it. It's uh, it's like you're hitting on a girl without acting like you're hitting on her in a sense. Even, even though she knows you're talking to her cause you're hitting on her. Yeah. She's also acting like, yeah, we're just talking like. You know so what I mean? it feels non-threatening and non-committal. Yeah. Like I, here's the thing: when a guy comes up to me, I'm instantly like, "Am I into this or not?" And then if I'm not, I want to like find a way out, out without yeah. hurting his feelings because I never want to be the reason someone has a bad day. So that's awesome that you say that. I think that's really cool. That's really thoughtful, actually. Yeah, <laughs> most girls are not like that. Yeah. The girls are gonna say, "Get the fuck out of my face." <laughs> I've had them say that to some of my clients. And I just like, hey, don't worry about it, man. Like, <laughs> that's her problem, not yours. I do think that it comes from a place of, um, like, hardening herself so as to not um, maybe get hurt. Like, I understand why girls are that way. Yeah. I went to Ethiopia uh, or last year. I was out in Ethiopia. And not joking, the day, the first day we got there, my friend Braddock got robbed. No. The second day we're out there, like, he got, he was on a date with a girl. And these two guys, like, dropped him on the ground and, like, taking his stuff. Wow. The second day, they happened to my buddy, um... Uh, not Mark, Justin. It happened to my buddy Justin. Uh-huh. And then on um, the third day, you know, I saw these guys like following me. Oh, no. And like, and the, the whole point is this. It's an e- economic problem, but everyone out there is trying to ask you for money. The ones that ask you for money, if you happen to open your purse or something, they're trying to snatch it and run, right? So in the beginning, you're kind of nice. You're like, hey, sorry, man, you know, or maybe you will. But the moment you start having a bad experience, you become a little bit more cautious right. about them approaching you. You're like, no. Then eventually you become hardened 
And, you, and then the moment they even raise their hand to start talking, you say no, and you just walk. You're just desensitized. So a girl that's attractive, mm-hmm. right? She's probably, I mean, I don't know how young you were the first time you got hit on. Maybe like 12, 13 years old, right? Uh, I guess so. And Chris Rock has think this. think about it that way, but it's Chris, yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock has this funny joke that basically saying anytime a guy is saying, oh, you need help crossing the street. He's basically saying, you want some dick? Want some dick? <laughs> it's kind of fucking true, right? He's basically saying, he's I am interested in you. He's creating a conversation to see what happens, right? Because he would. Yeah. And Dr. Phil used to have this funny thing saying that um, girls need a reason. Guys just need a place. Like, we'll mm. fuck in a cardboard box. If okay. you let us, right? Fair enough. So, you know, you keep all these factors in mind and you think about a girl who's been getting hit on since she was like 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And even if you think very average and say she's getting approached or talked to about three times a day. Yeah. That's over 20 times a week, over 80 times a month. It's about a thousand times a year for, and if she's 23, that's 10,000 times she's been approached and offered sex by men. Yeah. So of course women become more calibrated and better at, you know, kind of being a little standoffish and rude. Right. And I think women are pretty respectful. I think even in that sense, because they get hit on a lot by guys. They don't want talking to them. Right. I think your job as a guy is when you do approach a girl to recognize certain things and like just body language, if you see them keep moving, just show they're not interested. I, I compliment them anyways. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, anyways, I think you're beautiful. I hope you have a good day. Right. And just walk away. And they're like, wow, he didn't want nothing from me. Right. And I, some of those girls have still actually come back. We run into each other again. I say, oh, there you are again. And she goes, sorry, I was being weird earlier. And then they'll start talking to me. But it's just because you reckon you took time to consider where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. What you did was you disarmed her. Yeah, of course. Like, I'm not there to get anything. I'm not trying to take anything. I'm just like, I'm trying to offer value. If she sees it, great. If she doesn't, that's okay, too. Oh, that's an interesting line. Yeah. He's there to offer value. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think about this. The whole mindset when I would tell guys to go approach women. Yeah. It's like this. Right now, they're thinking if you walked around Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica and you're going up to people asking them for money and people are like, it'll get away from me, right? And you just keep asking people for money. And then change the dynamic to imagine you're walking around handing out $100 bills mm-hmm. to people and everyone's taking it. Imagine if someone said, it'll get away from me. You're a creep. How would you respond in that scenario versus you asking for money? Right. Right. So when you're asking for something, you're trying to get something from someone. The other one, you're offering value. And, and if they don't see strategy. it. Yeah. And if they don't see it. Yeah. That's their problem. Like if a girl flips out, that's her thing to deal with. She's dealing with something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not personal to you neither. So the whole difference is you have to change your frame to basically you, you love yourself, you're worth value and you're offering something. So when Kit Dale was on the show, he talked about um, constantly putting yourself in the position to feel challenged Mm. so that you grow. Right. And so what I say to the men out there, us women, we want to get hit on, but we want it to be optional as to whether we want to continue the conversation or not. And I think that's kind of the barrier right now. It's it's like, you know, when men hit on you, from that very moment they open their mouth, a woman's standing there thinking... When is he going to leave? Well, no. Do I want this or not? But I'm scared if I commit to a conversation, I won't know how to get out of it. So I'm just going to shut it down real quick. Yeah, so there's a strategy for that too. Even. <laughs> so so I, when I you, have a question. Yeah, go for it. Go yeah. for it. I might interject, but <clears throat> how much does an environment... How much of a role does an environment play, like in this scenario, right? When you're having a conversation, does it does it have a big, does it have an impact on like how that conversation is going to play out? Do you think? I will, I'll ask both of you. What do you think? Like at a grocery store versus like you know, hundred percent a bar or restaurant because the environment I think is key. But I, I'd like to hear your perspective. Yeah, I think if you go to yeah. I think if you go to nightclubs and stuff, girls are kind of there to more socialize. 
If I go to networking events, because I, I prefer those, they're more there to network. If I approach a girl at a grocery store, she's very taken back. But it's a different type of way you'd communicate versus like at a club where it might be okay to get close because the music's loud and you're talking and, you know, mm. a little bit of dancing and music going on. Whereas at a grocery store, it's going to be a little bit more pulled back. It's going to be a little bit more pulled back, yeah. as you can see. Yeah. Um, you know, and not as, I guess, forward or direct, maybe. So I like the grocery store. I do, I do think it's jarring, by the way, because like when I go, I go with a hoodie and sweats and I'm not trying to be cute. And I really I'm like avoiding eye contact. But that's wrong of me because I've spoken to, you know, for my 50th when I had Frank Shamrock and Steve Roscoe on the show. Frank mentioned like, you know, the grocery store. And I was like, damn, I really got to be cuter when I'm out there. <laughs> and um, and it made me realize that that's like a place where we meet on the same level we're both just there to do our days and um I think that when we uh when we're out at night it's nice to be hit on because we look really good and going back to what I said earlier everything goes back to like how you make me feel Mm -hmm. and if I'm feeling pretty right now chances Mm -hmm. are I'm gonna want to be noticed for that and what better way of noticing that I have put effort into my appearance than approaching me. So, you know, I understand it's a risk, guys, but that's the thought process. It's the burden of being a man. It is, but the burden of being a woman, conversely, is all the preparation that goes into it. And then maybe not getting hit on at all, maybe not meeting anyone. And it's like, well, damn, I was really hoping to meet somebody tonight. You know, I hear this from my girlfriends all the time. The grocery store thing is funny because we always say like the hotter girls are like at Whole Foods as opposed to like <laughs> oh, Walmart yeah. super shopping yeah. center. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you go to Whole Foods to hit on girls. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's the truth. Okay, so so on that note, what should a woman do when she's out with her girlfriends to show that she's open to being hit on? Girls know what they're doing. No, I actually do <laughs> not know. I can tell you, and I'm not like a, you know, a to- like a handicapped dater, like. I just, you know, if I'm being out, a lot of times I go out with guy friends or clients. So then I already know I'm kind of like off limits because if you can't read the situation, then you're not going to, men are not going to approach when another man's around. I do. That's rare. I know. But also you have to register because a lot of times girls hang out with gay guys or you can tell they're just buddies. Right. Could be a cousin visiting in town. Yeah. So again, I always, it's like, I don't hit on girls necessarily as much as I just open a conversation and just talk. There's no like, there's nothing needed. There's not, I'm not showing up there wanting anything mm-hmm. other than just making people, a couple of people laugh. And then you can always ask, so how do you guys know each other? Right. You know, and it's like, oh, it's my girlfriend. It's like, wow, you guys are amazing. You know, and I just keep talking. You nothing make, changes right, the dynamic. Right. If he says, oh, we're friends from work, you know. Then you got then, it in. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll pull the guy and say, let's go talk to girls. And I'll pull him away and just to go talk to other girls. Uh-huh. Leave him there and I'll come back to her. Stop. Yeah, oh my God. Shady motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I want to turn to Instagram because I put a little poll out there and I've had people submitting some questions, Um, one of which was from a woman that I actually, she just started following me, super sweet. I don't know if she wants a shout out, so I'm going to keep it anonymous. Um, But she wanted to know, if you're not interested, why is it so hard to say I'm not feeling any romantic chemistry? A guy, you're saying? Mm -hmm. She's asking men. If you're not interested, why is it so hard to say I'm not feeling any romantic interest in uh, chemistry? I think we're just not used to having to say that. Right? <laughs> we're, we're not used to having to say that. It's just like, there have been a 
whole movies made about this. Like he's just not that interested. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, no, but it's like, deeper. It's like the lack of confrontation. You just don't want to deal with it, right? Are you saying like if they're already kind of hooking up and then she wants something more serious, he's not able to express that? Or what does she mean by that question? I think she's referring to ghosting, which is which brings me to my next question. But let's well, talk about that first. It's it, like, why why won't men take the time to say that they're not interested? Why will they just well, disappear? Humans do it. I mean, if you're even when you're selling cars, if they don't respond, that's also an answer. Yeah, Like that's that's an answer in itself. If they don't respond, that that's is also response. an answer. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Damn. Girls do the same thing to guys. They'll leave them on red or they don't respond. 100%. I think girls are probably worse than that. Uh, worse at that than men. Because they don't want to be bitches. You know what I mean? They don't want to be mean to the guy. They don't want to hurt his feelings. Interesting. You know? So you have yeah. that feature on Instagram where you can swipe down and read the message without clicking on it. So that way they don't know you've read it yet. So they can, if they ever run into you again, like, oh, I didn't see your message. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what is this feature? Oh, I Not a feature. It's like yeah, if I, I send you a DM right now on Instagram, Yeah. it'll pop up. You can swipe down and read your notifications oh, from right your notifications yeah got without it. having to click on it got it i was like oh educate me what's happening <laughs> but um okay so another one wants to know how long do you need to date someone before you feel that you have seen their true self it depends on what you do right i mean it's really easy to have a good time and just have some drinks and have some dinner okay right but if you go out and do something like say an activity or like or you say hey let's go to a museum and see if she's really, if that's a true interest that you have, right, mm. or that I have, and, and she's just not up for it, and then just kind of gaze, like, how she's going to respond to that. I don't know. Uh, I think, like, three or four dates, you'll know. Like, mm. all right, this person is this way or that way. Three or four dates. Okay, because yeah. I think there are people that feel like you don't really know someone for, like, six months or a year, which is why people wait to propose, right? That's the whole thought process is, like, let me just see, you know, let me see what it's really about. I think that, like, you can know enough. Yeah. To move forward. And that's what I mean by that. Yes. Right? Three or four days, I know enough. I was like, all right, this person, mm -hmm. I've seen them get angry. And I'm like, I don't like why, I don't understand why you got angry in this particular situation. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's like a normal person wouldn't. So I think three or four dates, like if. You see the flags. Yeah, you can see. I think if you're good at seeing these yeah. flags, like, I mean, yeah. I think three or four times. It should be no more than that. If they're hotter, you just tend to put up with it a little bit more. But <laughs> right. eventually that also cracks too. <laughs> right. Okay, so then another person wrote in, what's the benefit of ghosting from a male perspective now? Of ghosting a girl? Uh-huh. A benefit from it? I mean, if you're really playing like the like games about it, I guess there could be some if you're, it depends what you're trying to get. I don't know. I don't I don't You don't seem like the type. No, I do like there are girls like even right now I have girls sending me nudes and stuff. I just don't respond. Oh my god. Yeah. I just don't respond. I just I don't know, try a different tactic, girl. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a long game involved. And I say long, I'm a long game guy, right? Yeah. I'll plant seeds and like I, it'll like we'll gauge interest. So like I'll meet someone and then won't they won't actually know I'm actually interested in them for like six or seven months. Stop it. And I do that. Like, you know what? That's I, annoying, I, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> like don't leave a girl wondering that long. Because they're out there going to do their own thing anyway. Chances are you're one of like 20 guys. That years. is not Same true. 50, 50 I guarantee. No, at least. you are both 60 wrong. For her, 60 for Stop. Her. Look at her. You are both wrong. I don't care can how Can we look girl. at your DMs right now? Yes, you can. The, like the unread ones. How many I'm do you got on a I'm daily basis? I'm handing you my phone. You want to see the show see or the personal? <laughs> how many do you unread ones? you have on a daily basis okay um i only on my personal i have 15 in my dm box right now and in my show page i have um 14 are you talking about those are the people that follow me you're talking about the people that don't follow me you know yeah the ones, the ones that, that say requests yeah the ones that say requests that's what you're asking yeah. about yeah how many of those you have because that's okay that's the on my show page i have 46 requests 
No, Gary, I'm handing you my phone right now. Go ahead. I want to see this. Here, wait. Why don't I do here? Like the cute ones that respond that you just haven't responded to. You know what I mean? No, I don't really go through this stuff. I try to respond to the people who want to know about the show. Uh, That's the truth. You're so corporate right now. You're so businessy. But it's the truth. You I don't said 46. feel. Com- this looks more like 106, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about your YouTube channel. You have 3 million subscribers, Luis, and you talk about cheating. Yeah. Okay. That's something I don't typically address on the show because I like to leave people feeling good and I don't want my guests walking out of here being like, oh, well, I'm an asshole and 400,000 people know it, you know? So how do you, Gary's like dying right now. What, um. <laughs> Tell us about your show. All right. Well, number one, infidelity happens for like, I think the statistic is above 50% of people deal with it yeah. at some point or another. I've dealt with it myself. I've mm-hmm. been also on the other end and it's like, just none of it's healthy. Right. But it does happen. Um, I think the, um, I think it's just a big thing, especially like if two people are dating, there's no kids, there's no marriage, there's no house and mortgage involved. It's one thing. But when people are married, mm-hmm. they have kids. They have a mortgage. They have cars. I mean, they have a whole life together. Yeah. Like, it can really, really suck. So, basically, the show is called To Catch a Cheater. Okay. And the whole premise is we would hire, like, if a guy and a girl are dating, we'll hire, like, some model or something to go out and hit on the guy when the girl's not around. Wow. Just to see how the guy behaves. Wow. So, does he say he's single? Does he give out his number? Yeah. Or does he turn the girl down? I'm going to have to tune in. Yeah. Um, some people go for it and say, no, I don't have a girlfriend. And they get their exchange numbers. And yeah. Some people say, oh, sorry. Like they appreciate they're flattered, but yeah. they say no. Uh, and we test guys, we test girls. What's the ratio? A lot of them pass surprisingly, but mainly because it's like they sense something is up. Mm-hmm. Like this girl is way too hot. Right. <laughs> you know, and guy, girls get hit on a lot, but guys, it's like how often does a hot girl come up to you ready to go? Yeah, just like hitting on you, like touching your shoulders, and you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah. but some guys are really dumb, actually. Some guys are like, yeah, sure, yeah, why not? I'm the like, shit, man. Why not? <laughs> I have been working out recently. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm glad you took notice. <laughs> Somebody funny. notices. Yeah. Some guys will even say, some guys will tell him, oh, you know, they'll admit I have a girlfriend, you know, but if you're down to hook up and stuff, like just straight up. Wow. So the whole thing is this nothing like physically happens. But the whole idea is you get to kind of get get some insight to see as they whether they would or wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like being a fly on the wall kind of thing. Interesting. It's pretty evil. I might want to do one of these with you. I mean, I'm not dating anyone, but like. You should be an accomplice. One I of, might one of the be decoys. an accomplice. Yeah, I could be a decoy. Yeah. I could be a really good decoy. <laughs> All right, we're doing this. Um, Gary, tell me about some crazy dating experience you've had since you've been like Mac Daddy by age six. Well, <laughs> um, the game is really telling the truth, honestly. So you just said like some guys get approached and say, Hey, I do have a girlfriend and, but if you're down, like, Hey, what's up? So I've kind of always lived by that mantra. So I set the <laughs> expectation like right away, right? Hey, we're going to be friends. Cool. But like somebody, so I had a girlfriend, I had a girlfriend uh-huh. who told me, Oh, you know, this guy, he got me to sleep with him so quick. I feel like such a slut. I was like, what did you say? I'm taking notes, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For research purposes. Right? Oh, my God. And she, she, she said, I was in his house, and we're hanging out. And I was like, I told myself, I'm not going to sleep with this guy, right? And then she goes, but then he says, well, you know what I think about women? If, if sex is all they really have to offer, I'm really not interested. And she that flipped the script on me so hard. What? That I just had to fuck him. Like, oh, wow. my God. Did Now, did she sleep with him? Because... Instagram. 
for research purposes. <laughs> for research. If, <laughs> Names will not be mentioned. I'm <laughs> curious now, did she, um, was she interested in dating him? She was. She was really into him. And she came to me for advice, right? She's like, I just don't know what happened. She's like, tell me, like, where did I go wrong? I was like, I don't know. But I started using it. <laughs> it works. Yeah, yeah. I just tried it out once. No, I, I, just, just, to, just to put that out there. I was like, just, hey, if sex is really all you have to offer, then... But it's an right. honest answer. Yeah. And then, like, you know, it sucked because the, the, the she didn't see him after that. Like, he wasn't yeah. interested at all. Okay. So um, I was talking to Kit Dale about this, and he was saying there's something that happens with men where after they have sex, they don't understand why they lose interest. But they take a few days to kind of just, like, I don't really feel like talking to her right now. But sometimes if the girl waits it out, the guy's kind of like, wait, out of ego. They're like, wait, why isn't she hitting me up? And then they circle back. Hmm. Have you experienced this? Well, I was going to ask you that question, actually. I wanted to oh. ask you, you know, from a girl's perspective, yeah. about girls that sleep with guys right away. That's Good, not bad. something I do. Um, but my opinion on it? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, from personal, from my perspective, um, being intimate with someone is like a big step. You know, and it's way more enjoyable when you have that bond where you can like look into someone's eyes and not feel uncomfortable. (laughs) And everyone listening, I know you know what I'm talking about because I have been, I've dated guys where for whatever reason, like we wanted it to work out, but the bond just wasn't enough. And um, anyway, but yeah, no. So I think that people should do what they want to do, but also understand the consequences. And if you sleep with someone early on, it's true. It's just not enough. And so it's kind of like, then what? You know, once you've had that buildup and that excitement and then you have the release, I mean, I don't know. Did you do it again? <laughs> I think it has to be low, like, <clears throat> on, like, the qualifying, like, platter. Like, it has to be something that is not that important to you, right? It's important. In the long run, sex is very important, obviously. Yeah. Physical attraction, like, all that's important. Um, I think I think with the, we live in a day and age, right, just, like, with Tinder and the dating apps. Personally, I don't use the apps either because – like we're you were just using like a facade for a measuring stick. It's not telling at all of like what that person is. I'm the kind of person. But it's that, access. Access, right? So it's also a numbers game, mm-hmm. right? I don't. I I have all these friends that literally just pick, turn the app on, just swipe, not even looking at it, just swipe. And then they see who away. they match with, right? and they then they will follow they up match or with, not. And then it's just like a complete numbers game. Yeah. And that's all it is to them. I mean, there's nothing to it, but like the physical aspect, right? So, I mean, that's just why I'm not a fan of them personally. But, hmm. um, but yeah, sex just has to be like, I think in the beginning stages, it just shouldn't be that important because it's almost never going to be good. Almost never. Right away. So that's why you build the bond. And right. I think that, um, I don't know, I respect men so much more when they make the effort to like dig into who I am, but also determine how I make them feel. It makes sense. It, in, in a perfect world, it should be this this way yeah but like you're busy i'm busy we're all busy here in this room we all have a life a life that like we we tend to right yeah we don't have time and that's what i'm saying the hard part is not meeting people we meet people every day if you want to i ran an experiment personally in my building Mm -hmm. i started to say hi to people in my elevator guy or girl doesn't matter yeah i challenged myself i said no one everyone gets in the elevator they hop on their phone yeah Yeah. they have their their airpods on and like no one's talking to each other just like floor 12 floor floor 9 i will actively be like hey what's up how you doing just to like practice, just to talk to people, just to open up a conversation. That's my number one advice I give guys when it comes to dating girls. If you want to get better with girls, say hi to everyone. Everyone, it works. Yeah. 
Yeah. It really works. It really, it, and it just like, it's habit forming. You know, meeting people, breaking down walls, is, these are all habit forming like activities that you can do to just say, what's up? I have another piece of advice. Hmm. The power of a smile. I can't tell you how many doors have opened for me in the moment just because I lead with a smile and eye contact. True. So, you know, and, and if you do that and if it becomes just part of who you are, People respect you for it and they want to be around you. And it's a subconscious thing because when you're smiling, your energy suggests positivity and warmth and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, being receptive to whatever that person is willing to give you. Yeah. Yeah. So practice smiling, guys. It's nice. We can People also like look psychotic it. if you're like, hi. <laughs> That's not true. If you say hi <laughs> with a smile. No, why, I'm, I mean, I'm always open to it. No, she's yeah. right. She's yeah. right. Like a woman smiles and, like, and you know it's genuine and it's not like. Yes. Okay. So what questions do you guys have for women in terms of why do you guys do X or what does it mean when you do X? (laughs) Questions for women. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, honestly, I haven't had really, I really haven't had questions in a a while. I got to get people who actually have a hard time with dating on the show (laughs) because you guys apparently are doing just fine. No, I know. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, uh, what are people really looking for? I think in a, on a first date interaction, like what are women looking for? Because I know what I look for. Mm. I, I'm, I'm looking for energy, right? Can we have, can we match? First energy date levels? is hard to assess energy though. I think first date you can um, conjure up chemistry where you're trying to keep the conversation flowing and I'm trying to keep the conversation flowing. That is, that is essentially what is happening, but you're nervous and you're trying to put your best foot are forward. You? Yeah. What if you're not nervous? Yeah, what if you're not nervous? I've never felt nervous. Same. You don't think people are nervous on first dates? I don't feel nervous. And I think because I don't feel nervous, she doesn't feel nervous either. Or if she does, I'll call her on it. Because see, any kind of any type of things that we have anxiety towards, if you don't address it, like if I hit on a girl and something, I said something weird, I'll say, oh man, that was probably weird, wasn't it? Mm. I address it and then she'll laugh. Right. So, you know, you kill that anxiety. So I address anything. So if we're on a date and I see her like, are you okay? Have you done this before? You know, okay, you like, and I just like, fun. you're going to be okay. All right. And then I like, yeah. And they start, Oh my God, sorry. I just, you know, I didn't like this outfit. And my friend was telling me and, and like whatever, but then they reveal what their anxiety was about. Mm. And if I think I have recently, not recently, but probably about a year ago, I went on a date with a girl that was super neurotic, Okay. <laughs> like neurotic. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything about the situation. So like, I remember looking around, like exiting, like where's the exit and stuff. I was just like, stop. Yeah, I just had to leave. <laughs> like, there's place. nothing to do here. Check, like, you have real neurotic going on with you. Wow. You're making me like paranoid. You know? <laughs> I want to give a shout out to um, to my third guest who couldn't make it today because he's in the hospital for swallowing glass. Yeah. I can't. I mean, poor guy. I feel so bad. Poppy Philly on Instagram. We're really rooting for you here. I know the guys were excited about meeting you. Um, We'll get you on the next one. Okay, guys, as we wrap up the show, I want to do a follow-up on Titan CBD. How are we feeling? I experienced it pretty fast, actually. Yeah. You know? I I feel great. You feel calm. Yeah. Yeah, How's your knee? Great. Forgot I had a knee. (laughs) (laughs) You really feel a difference, though? No, honestly, I do. No, for real? No, really, honestly. Okay. It's this one. Yeah. And I feel great. So I, See, I, I mean, it's it's like I've used it um, for when I felt anxiety. And this happens to me sometimes when I get really, like, concerned about the outcome of a decision. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's helped with that. It's helped with feeling super sore from the gym. Um, 
you know, I'm on my phone a lot because of like, you know, show stuff or just we can work. We can do everything from our phones now. And my carpal tunnel just kind of like flares up. And I I feel like it it alleviates that, too. It's not 100 percent, but I also do a smaller dose because, guys, I will pass out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sensitive to these things, but I realize like I'm not the norm. So Um, anyway, shout out to Titan CBD guys, go to their website, check them out. You can now order online and they are manufacturing so many more products. Uh, Dave, the CEO actually just sent me a screenshot of a hand sanitizer with Titan CBD in it. How cool is that? Interesting. Perfect timing. I, that's what I said (laughs) to him. I'm like, get this on the market. (laughs) Yeah. So So I'll have a promo code ready for you guys soon, but TitanCBD.com, go check them out. Love you guys. Um, as we wrap up the show, I want to give uh, my guests a shout out on Instagram. So, Luis, how can people find you everywhere? Uh, uh, all my social media platforms are real Luis Mercado. It's not the real. It's just real. Just real. Okay. And Gary? All of my social media handles are Smirnoff Poppy. You heard <laughs> that right. <laughs> Which is so funny that I booked three Latin guys for the show, FYI. I was like, <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, it amused me. Um, Okay, you guys can find me at The Jenna Ben Show on Instagram and uh, YouTube now. And I'm uploading a bunch of the UFC stuff that I did recently and um, doing some fun little segments. And I have a feeling that Luis and I are going to do some collabs, so look out for that too. And uh, the show airs five times a week. Check me out on Dash Radio on the talk station, um, all Pacific Standard Times at 8 p.m. on Tuesday for the first time. Thursday at 9 a.m., Friday at 9 p.m., Saturday at 5 p.m., and set, uh, Sunday at 7 p.m. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. I appreciate all the support and the show ideas, and we'll see you next week. 